Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Hello, hello. Hey, girlfriend. How's it going? It is going. It is going. So we're like a week and a half out from when school starts. And I'm kind of I'm kind of stressing a little bit because we still have no idea who my son's teacher is. You know, we um I was feeling that way earlier today, but we actually got a somewhat of a schedule today. We don't know who their teachers are yet, but we got an outline of what the first couple days are going to look like. Like we just got this um, with about an hour ago. Um, so I'm excited to have something in my hand, right? Yeah. We still have nothing, but you know, I know it's, it is what it, like, I'm like, I just want to know what's going on. Something. Something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we obviously know that he's going to be you know, homeschooling. Right. Um, but outside from that, we have no clue. I took Wednesday and Thursday off of next week. So mm. just cause like not knowing mm-hmm. what that's going to look like. Um, yeah, I just, <sighs> <Woo-sa>. <laughs> I know, I know. I, and I keep saying, I, my heart goes out for, single single parents mm-hmm. and parents that actually have to go to a job outside of their home mm-hmm. like what, I can't what, even imagine I, I can't wrap my brain around how that's going to work for them yeah I that... just oh it's just it's such a crappy situation for no everyone. matter which boat you're in yeah right yeah oh Some yeah are worse than others for sure but it's just oh my goodness but I don't know what it is, but like, I don't know, August 1st just lit a fire under my butt. Like we've been kind of like nonchalant with our schedules. We haven't been too Mm -hmm. structured. Like even we've been lax, like my meal prep, meal planning, all of that Mm -hmm. stuff has been really lax. And then come August 1st, I'm like planning all these meals like I started cooking like I used to and I was making all these like healthy snacks um, over the weekend so like it's just like okay I I feel like I need that right now in Mm -hmm. order to bring some kind of normalcy back yeah yeah. do you ever get like that oh my gosh yeah I you know as much as I I enjoy summer because the lack of routine right we can chill out a little bit Mm-hmm. I long for when school starts because I do thrive on routine. I know that mm-hmm. sounds kind of counterproductive, but no, um, no, no. And yeah, so we've started pulling, like we pulled back on bedtime again this week, um, you know, stricter screen time rules. I do have some of their school supplies. I kind of picked and choose what we, what mm-hmm. I decided felt like we needed. Um, you know, we're, we're making some changes in their toy room, trying to make it more structured in there mm-hmm. and, yeah, it that will help. That will help. Yeah, I ordered a bunch of stuff off of Amazon over the weekend, like mostly for the younger ones, because um, I still have no idea what 
Lucas is going to need, but for like the I like did like the charts and the posters because Liam's going into kindergarten next year. Um, so I really want him to, you know, like have that pre-K experience and be ready. And, and so I'm, I'm really, you know, we, I ordered a bunch of like the charts and posters, like the weather chart, the months of the the year and all that kind of stuff. And we're going to set it up this week. We're going to set it up around the playroom and Lily's going to have her own table in the playroom. Liam's going to have his own table. Lucas gets a table in daddy's office because he gets like an actual monitor and a webcam to do his schoolwork. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Cause he's going to need that. Yeah. Um, but, and then we, the kids all got all new iPads to do. Like we have ABC mouse for the younger kids. And then mm-hmm. Lucas, if he needs to do any schoolwork um, outside of daddy's office, that doesn't require, you know, like mm-hmm. a camera, he can do that. So, well, what a blessing that you were able to do that. Yeah, for yes, them, right? Yeah. So, it's you know we're doing the best with the situation that we have. I mean, so I will, I will give you a piece of unsolicited advice. Okay, um, just because mine are a little bit older, um, it helped me and them for us to draw out a schedule when we kind of had a sense of what was going on, right? Mm -hmm. So we drew out a schedule um, and we put in a lot of, it was like work for 20 or 30 minutes and then you could take a 10 to 15 minute break, Mm -hmm. work for a short time, take a break, right? Go outside, do something, just get off the screen, go run around, read a book, lay down, you know, I don't care what it was. Um, But also be really flexible in that schedule. Mm -hmm. Just know that it's not going to go perfectly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and And that's okay. Like everybody, and if everybody gets, you know, if somebody's getting really frustrated, if you're getting frustrated because you don't understand what they're doing or vice versa, just shut it down and walk away. It's okay. Well, I hope I understand what he's doing because he's in second grade. (laughs) But they do that stupid math now and it doesn't make any sense. They have like charts and dot plots and lines. And I'm like, can't you just take the four away from the seven? Like it's not I know. that hard. Like, why, why do they why, have why, to Why do we have to draw pictures? Like, I don't, I don't understand, but it's math, anyway. not art. Right. <laughs> I know. So um, yeah. Anyway. I mean, well, thank you for the wonderful advice. I'm going to, we're still trying to, fit, you know, because with the younger ones, it really throws oh, things off. I can't imagine. Yeah. That, that's I got nothing for that. <laughs> yeah. That's the hard part is trying to keep the younger ones um, occupied. And that's why I'm like, you know what? If they need screen time. Now we have ABC mouse. So mm-hmm. they're doing activities. Like my daughter loves to listen to all the music videos on ABC mouse. It's like, you know, monkeys on the bed and, Okay. Um, ABC, and then they'll take certain letters of the alphabet and sing all these words. So I'm totally fine with that. Um, if you know, like to have them on that more often, if I'm having to help my oldest yeah. with his stuff, because you know I can only do so so much. Girl, you do what you got to do. There's yeah. no judgment, and everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, so it, it really is. And we're all re- gonna make it. It's really cool because so 
I was worried since Liam's last year before kindergarten, I really wanted him to have the in-school experience to be around kids, the socialization, just, and a lot of his friends that he's been in class with since he was infant, um, this is their last year together because they're all going to different schools. Um, So I don't think his school is going to open back up, at least not for the first half of the year. Mm. Um. So one of our friends has a boy that's eight days older than Liam Mm -hmm. and they're just homeschooling him. Um, And so we decided that one day a week I'll take both boys and then one day a week the other mom will take both boys. Oh, nice. Yeah. That'll be good. So they can, you know, and they love each other. I mean, like, they have so much fun together. So they not only get that one-on-one time to play, but then they can learn together. And it gives, you know, um, my friend a break. It breaks up the monotony. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, good. So at least we got that. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's great. I have uh, one of my clients is um, taking – she's got two kids and then one of her employees – has a couple kids around the same age. So they are just kind of turning the conference room at her office into school for a while. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah. So she's going to take a little extra time from her work duties and focus on just working with, you know, being there for the kids. They're a little bit older, but being there for the kids to just kind of help guide them. So I, I am a firm believer in just you doing you. We are all doing the best we can. We're all going to yeah. figure it out. Yeah. And you know, some days I may be having a drink in my hand at four o'clock in the afternoon and that's yeah. okay. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, but we're all going to make it. We are. We are. It's, it's just, it's going to be okay. It's going to be a little bit more challenging mm-hmm. for a while. Long. Mm-hmm. You know it, It's not the worst thing that's ever happened. No. And, and, and we are so fortunate that we can be here with them. Yes. Yes, and be able to spend this. I mean, instead of looking at it as like, crap, I have to be home with them, and I have mm-hmm. to make sure they get this done and that done, and I've got to be teacher and mom and housekeeper. Look at it as like, wow, I get to I get to take part in their education, and I right. get to take, you know, that's extra time I get to spend with them that I wouldn't have had had this situation not happened. Is it and the I'm best a- situation? No. Oh. No, but, and, and I'm going to try to keep that mindset, but I'm telling you right now, there's some days where I'm not going to oh, have sure. that mindset. <laughs> for sure. Like at me. These I'm children like, need to go to school. <laughs> but, you know, you do what you can. And there's going to be times like those special moments where you're doing something with them and they're going to look at you and just think you are like the most amazing person in the world. And that's just going to totally make your day. And right. You know, you're going to, that's going to be a good day. And then there's yes. going to be the next day where they're going to think you're an idiot. And it's right. not going to be the best right. day. So you just yep. take the good when you get the good. Yep. And then you just tough it through the bat. Yep. We should reconvene this conversation <laughs> in, like, in three weeks and see if we're like, my God, we were stupid. I can't believe we said that. You know, or like, yeah, we're awesome. <laughs> this is great. Oh, no, I'm sure it's going to be the first one. But, you know, of course, okay. of course, we have it's it all okay. figured out. It's fine. It's totally you know? fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. It's fine. It's fine. I'm going to be fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. All right. So. We're going to talk about getting back to routines. Um, mostly I want to talk about meal planning and meal pre- uh, prepping for success. 
I heard from a lot of people um, over the past couple of weeks how they really needed to have some kind of normalcy restored and get back to routine because they've gained that COVID-15 or that COVID-20 or whatever that magic number is. And a lot of it is just because, um, you know, we're just kind of doing our own thing, not paying attention to what we're eating or we're stressed out and we're not doing the things like planning ahead and, you know, eating prop at the right things and we're eating out um, because we don't have time to make anything or we just aren't motivated. Well, hopefully with school starting back up, people are getting more motivated to get back into the swing of things. Really, in order to be successful, you have to plan out your meals ahead of time. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. It's really so important. There's, there's, I mean, I've looked, but there's really no way around it. Like you have to, you have to plan. Yeah, because that's what leads to, uh, I can't find anything to eat, so I'm just going to eat this. And, mm-hmm. well, that didn't fill me up, so now I'm just going to eat this. And then you're just eat, eating all over the place. Yeah, well, you you wait until you're hungry. And then by the time you find something and actually prep it and cook it and all that kind of stuff, like you're ravenous and you just can't mm-hmm. wait. Um, yep. But really, you have to plan out your meals ahead of time. Um, I know it can be really tedious and time-consuming, especially in the beginning if you're not used to it, but eventually it does become like second nature, and it doesn't really take all that much time at all, or at least you don't notice it, Um, because you develop your own shortcuts along the way. Oh, you do, and you know, I think this is a great time to... Since, Since you're home with the kids, most likely, like if you have kids, right, you're probably home with them now. This is a great time to get them involved in the kitchen Absolutely. to not only teach them kitchen skills, but you can also teach them little things like something I do with my girls. Say so we'll get a big bag of pretzels, right? Um, and I'll have them from time to time portion them out. That means they have to read. Obviously, your kids need to be able to read, but um, they have to read the nutrition label to see how many pretzel sticks equals a serving. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of math thrown in there, right? Or maybe some counting going on. Um, it just, any way that you can get them involved, while it may not be, you know, traditional math that they're teaching in the classroom or, or things like that, it's still going to stick with them. It's a way for them to learn. It's a way for them to get involved in food prep. And that carries over as they get older. So you can't, you can't go wrong here. Yeah, I love that idea. I love the idea of having them pay attention to serving sizes Um, yeah and it's like it's a fun like you know you're not drilling it in their head like oh my gosh you know you had 15 pretzels and serving size says 13 it's not about that it's yeah let's just learn how to read this and see what it says and what it means that's it so they understand when they get older and they do actually have to pay attention to what they're eating exactly exactly (laughs) yeah we're not trying to like force it on them and make them have an eating disorder right now it's just teaching them that's all Exactly. And I, I love, I love introducing to them to that at a young age because it just yeah. sets them up for success when they're older. Absolutely. So I wanted to give some tips, a, a lot of the things that I use or I share with my clients on ways to plan your weekly meals um, that will set you up for success. 
So the first one is you really want to take a food inventory. When you're planning out your mm-hmm. meals for the week, you mm-hmm. have to start with looking to see what you already have. Because we don't want to be wasteful. We don't want to be, you know, throwing money away. When we have stuff, like you know that you have stuff in the pantry or you know you have mm-hmm. stuff in the fridge. Look and see if you can find meals that are around or how can you incorporate the foods that you already have into the meals um so that way you're not throwing away money um because I do that all the time like I'll buy something and I'll maybe not use it like I'll I'll buy a vegetable as a side and then Mm -hmm. my kids decide that they want green beans instead of zucchini so I end up cooking the green beans while I forget that I have zucchini in there and I'm like oh you know, and then it goes bad by the time I go use it. If I don't check okay. to see I already right. had it. And I'm like, well, crap, I just wasted money on something I didn't even eat. Right. So and I don't know about you, but I don't have excess money just no. to be around on food. No, like um, we had bell peppers, red bell peppers that I was going to use for a salad to take over to, I think it was my sister's house. And we didn't end up needing to make the show. I don't need it. Well, I had these bell peppers that were about to go bad. Well, I was like, well, what do I do with these? Well, I decided to make meatloaf cups. And I'm like, oh, I'll just throw the bell peppers in there so they don't go to waste. Yeah. You know, and you're getting the extra vitamins. And, I mean, the meatloaf recipe didn't necessarily call for that. But it was something that just I could add yeah. to it. It was an extra added, um, you know, thing to spruce it up. For sure. Can I add a little tip on bell sure. peppers too? Sure. Um, if you wash them, you know, however you, you prefer to wash them mm-hmm. um, and slice them, they mm-hmm. store in the refrigerator beautifully sliced mm-hmm. for, for a lot longer than they will if you just leave them on your counter. That is good to know. Yeah. I mean, most of my vegetables and fruits, even my onions, I'll put in the mm-hmm. refrigerator because it does yeah. last longer, except for strawberries strawberries if you put them in the refrigerator you have to store them in a sealed container they go bad a lot quicker they don't like they don't like the cold air but you can't leave Mm. them on the counter because they'll go bad um because they've already been kind of partially refrigerated in Mm -hmm. the grocery store those coolers yeah so you want to wash them as soon as you get them cut them up if you like your strawberries cut up and then put them in an airtight container you don't have mm-hmm. to go and spend thousands of dollars at like, you know, the, not the, like the pampered chef or the Tupperware mm-hmm. or whatever. You can go to like your local grocery store or Target or Walmart and get the like Ziploc or HEB or whatever containers and just make sure that they're sealed up real good and stick them in your fridge and they'll last you quite a while. Yep. Great tip. So it's. Yes, you, you want to put as much of your fruits and vegetables in the refrigerator as you can because they will, it will make them last longer, mm-hmm. most of them. Yeah. Um, so next up, I would, be, I would say to, and this is probably number one, is schedule time for the three Ps to plan, purchase, and prep your meals. You mm-hmm. have to plan, purchase, prep your meal. Schedule time for those. Um, when you're going through the whole planning process, there's a lot of things that you have to take into consideration. You have to think about your actual schedules. Like, 
you have to write down what days of the week am I going to cook. Me personally, I don't cook all seven days of the week because I don't have time for that. Um, I'll usually pick three or four nights to cook. That does not mean that I go out to eat the other nights. What that means is I plan leftovers. I cook. Mm -hmm. I cook for an army when I cook because I hate having to cook all the time, especially Mm -hmm. if I don't have time for it. Mm So I'll usually cook um, double the recipe just Mm -hmm. so we have food to eat off of. And like in the colder months, I'll make big things of soup or chili and I'll freeze them. Mm, Yeah, great idea. And I'll put them either in individual bags or I'll put them in a big bag if I know I'm going to reheat like a whole pot, just depending. Mm -hmm. But it's okay to make food in advance and freeze it and then mm-hmm. have it like it's almost like your your tv dinner like your yeah. microwaveable tv dinner um and that's actually something that i recommend to a lot of my clients when they're starting out trying new recipes is to make something that you know you and your family like make a lot mm-hmm. of it and then freeze it so if one of those meals doesn't turn out right you're not like, hey, let's just order a pizza because we didn't like right. that. You've got meals in the freezer that you can pull out and thaw and you can eat. Right. And um, I want you to stop me if this is something you were going to touch on. Um, so when we do a lot of meal prep, for me, um, I like to just make a bunch of the protein ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And it's so, people overcomplicate meal prepping too. Um, You know, you can just grill a bunch of chicken or beef or, you know, whatever your fancy is. um, And then just pair it with a side of your choosing. It does not take long to cook vegetables, right? Mm -hmm. Or heat up a can of vegetables or throw a sweet potato in the microwave, something like that. Um, But just a little tip, if you're going to grill or bake or saute your meat ahead of time, I like to cook it not all the way. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't fully grill it till like it's completely done right because you're going to be reheating it so it's going to get cooked a little bit more in the microwave or oven however you choose to reheat mm-hmm. so you don't want to overdo your meat so just a little tip to underdo it underdo it is that right yeah. undercook it <laughs> undercook it just a little bit that way you're not dealing with like rubbery chicken or beef that takes like you know two minutes to chew a bite <laughs> yeah no that's a great tip so I apologize if I was stepping no, on toes no, if you were going to go there, but no. just um, lessons learned the hard way on my end that I wanted to share. And actually, I've known, I know that one of the best ways that I've found to cook a protein, especially like um, chicken, because chicken, mm-hmm. t- especially chicken breast, tend to get real dry, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is I'll cook it in the air fryer, which mm-hmm. actually it allows it to be yes. very moist. Yes. And um, I'll cook it till right till it's about done. And then if I know I'm going to reheat it later, I'll yep. just, you know, like that extra minute. But a lot of the times, even when I reheat it after it's been cooked all the way, if it's coming from the air fryer, it still stays pretty moist. It does. I've noticed that too. Um, uh, so I'll use the air fryer. I did that the night before last. And then we also have a smoker. We have an electric one and a regular, like 
barbecue pit one, mm-hmm. but I love the electric smoker for my chicken thighs. Mm-hmm. I throw those things in there with just a little bit of seasoning on them and they are to die for. Oh, I bet. Um, oh my God. Like Brooklyn and I just literally, as soon as I pull them out of the smoker, her and I are just picking at them, just eating them. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so like with anyway, things, sorry. Like, no, no. With things like um, steak or pork chops, when I go to reheat them, I reheat them in the toaster oven. And my husband oh, taught okay. me that one. Um, okay. Because it doesn't dry it out. Like, when you put things in the microwave, it really does dry yeah. it out. Unless oh, it's, yeah. like, drenched in, like, a sauce or something. Or you can do it at a partial heat. Like, if you're going to take something out of the freezer, like, just say it's a chicken dish and you're taking it out of the freezer and you're putting it in the microwave, do it at 50% power for like mm, four or five point. minutes mm-hmm. and then put it at full percent power for a couple more minutes and it won't get nearly as dry. Yeah. Good point. So, and if good, there is a good sauce, tip. Yeah, thanks. And if there is a sauce, kind of base it with it. Like if you have a little butter or, mm-hmm. um, and if you take a paper towel and you get it wet and you mm-hmm. put it over the container that it's in, it'll keep that moisture. It'll keep that moisture too. So those are just, and it's mostly for chicken. Chicken is really, fish, I don't really care for reheated. Um, oh, it just smells so bad shrimp. too. Um, but chicken, turkey, like turkey gets really dry too. Mm-hmm. So same thing that applies to the chicken applies to turkey. Um mm-hmm. And then beef, it doesn't get dried out as easily. Yeah. So yep. the toaster oven is, is my go-to. But a lot of the times I will prep my food as if I'm about to cook it, but I won't actually cook it. And mm-hmm. I'll just get it ready. When I meal prep, I meal mm-hmm. prep like everything where it's just ready where all I has to do is either – be put in the crock pot or put in the air fryer or mm-hmm. you know if it's something simple like that and then I'll mm-hmm. cook it day up with the air fryer it's super easy like I know I and I love that it doesn't heat your kitchen up yes too. yes I mean we between my caster and skillet and my air fryer I mean I'm, oh, and of course like the oven like that's basically all I ever use inside my house my husband during mm-hmm. the summertime does a lot of grilling outdoors yeah um but I really feel like I can't go wrong with those things I know right I agree um so one of the things that I use and I recommend um is for planning out my meals so there's a couple of things there's some really great apps out there I'm sure that you've used a number of them to help find recipes there's even some really good meal planning apps that will help like count out your calories it'll make recommendations based on your dietary preferences and you can swap them out it really makes it simple for Mm. especially the newbies there's all Mm -hmm. these worksheets that you can do one of my favorite apps for meal planning and I like it a lot better on the laptop versus the actual app, just because I feel like it's easier to maneuver around. It's um, mm-hmm. Eat This Much. Okay. And I think That's I've talked problem. about it on a past podcast, but it's really cool. You can go in there, set up your profile, and it's free. 
like they do have a paid for version but honestly you really don't need it um you can go and set up your profile like you know your dietary preferences are there things you can't eat or won't eat and Mm -hmm. you know you can put whether you're more like vegan style or keto or paleo whatever you know route you're going or just classic and you also can put in a, a total calorie count so just say that you're a vegan 1800 calories and you don't like avocados so mm. you put all that information in and then it'll spit out oh and then you can also put how many times a day you like to eat do you like to eat oh, three wow. meals five meals wow. like whatever it is and then it'll spit out like whole meal plans for the day Wow. Based on what you did. And you can go in. If you don't like something, you can go in and swap out each individual, like, snack or meal. Or you can swap out a portion of it. Or just say you want a double serving of it. And then it'll reconfigure it so you stay within your calories. Mm. So it's actually Mm. really – I mean, it really does take all the work out for you. Now, my only thing is I'm not really – crazy about some of the recipe it's more of just taking like single items and putting it together it's mm-hmm. not actually like full on recipes but it makes it really easy for you to section things out like okay you're not crazy about the dinner because the dinner is um maybe it's like a piece of chicken with um mozzarella cheese and I don't know some kind of side and you're like oh it's not really you know I'm not really crazy about that but you went to one of the other apps that has recipes and you found this really good dinner recipe and you're able to maneuver it to where it's within the calories that you need to stay within your total caloric intake for the day. So you can just swap that out. Mm -hmm. So I really like that app. Um, And then for actual recipes, my, one of my favorite go-to apps is Mealline. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not tried a recipe in there that I did not like. And it's the same thing where it takes into consideration your dietary preferences, um, anything that you can't eat, won't eat. Um, and it'll also tell you calories and macros and all of that. It's another free app. And my favorite part is you can check off all of the recipes that you want for the week. And once you check them all off, it'll put it into one master grocery list for you. Oh, how nice. Yeah. And it has some kind of, what's the word I'm looking interface to where it connects to Instacart to where you can have all your groceries delivered to you. Oh, wow. Yeah. What a nice feature. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it's really easy with all of the apps and worksheets that you can find these days to plan your meal. So there's really no excuse why you couldn't plan out your meals for the week. Yeah. Um, And honestly, I don't really plan out my breakfast, lunch, and snacks because I have like five or six go-tos for each and I Mm -hmm. know what things I need on hand in order to make those. I might prep some of them like 
the proteins and stuff ahead of time to where I could just grab them. But I don't need to like fully lay out my stuff in a container um, because I work from home. So it's really easy for me mm-hmm. to just kind of put it together. And I know what I have on hand. But my dinners, I always plan out. Um, yeah. Because that's not just a me thing. It's a whole family thing. Sure. So um, my dinners, I have a, a binder system. So okay. I mean, let me tell you about my binder system. So I have two binders. One has all my recipes, like recipes. I have a section for recipes that I haven't tried. And then I have a section for recipes that I love. If I don't like, if we try something and I don't like it, I throw out the recipe because I'm obviously not okay. going to do it again. Right. Um, and then what I do each week is... In my other binder, I have lined sheet of paper in there, and I write out for a whole month, I write out like three or four days. Like I usually cook on Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Sundays. Those are usually the days that I cook. So I write out Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday for a whole month. And then Mm -hmm. I go and I plan out my dinner meals. I write in there which ones I'm going to do for what day. And then I take from my other binder, and I wish I had a visual because this might sound kind of confusing. But from my other binder with my recipes, I take the recipe out, and then I've got the little um, cover sheet thing, you know, the little um, plastic thing yeah. that you could. And I have those in my my meal planning binder. So I'll take the recipe out of my recipe binder and put them in my meal planning binder in order of what day I'm making that. So when I go to do my grocery shopping, I just have to pull out my meal planning binder and I'm like, Oh, okay. So the week of the first, um, on this week, I've got, you know, chicken and green beans and um, pork chops and like all my recipes for that week are laid out so I can just go through and write down what I need because I've Mm -hmm. already got it planned out. I've already got it sorted out and they've all each week is separated by dividers. Mm, Okay. So does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it, it helps me to plan out my meals. It helps me to stay organized and then I really recommend this, especially if you're new to planning recipes or trying new recipes. I always recommend to try at least two new recipes a week. Okay. Um, So have two that you know that your family loves and then two that you're going to try. And then have those extra frozen meals just in case those ones that you're trying don't work out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because you really should, until you get a good amount of recipes in your arsenal that you know that you love, your family loves. And I'm like between seven and 10 is what you're aiming for. When I say mm-hmm. you're trying two new ones a week, this is when you're like really new to um, meal prepping, meal planning for the family. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and sometimes you may only get one in. That's fine. But you still should try to aim for at least two. And then if, you know, Mm -hmm. only one works out, then only one works out. 
Right. Um, until you get a good amount of recipes that your family loves. And then eventually it just becomes like second nature. You're like, it really doesn't take much for you to meal plan because you already have, you, you know, your chicken and green beans recipe, it can't, you need green beans, you need mushrooms, you need shallots, you need butter. Like, you know exactly what you need. Yep. You know, so you, it's just a matter of getting into the habit, getting into um, a pattern and it takes time and it can be a little tedious and frustrating in the beginning, but eventually I'll get there. Yep. Um, Good tip. Thanks. <laughs> but you really just have to take time to plan out your food and then, you know, take the time to, um, now I lost my train of thought, plan out your food. <laughs> um, you also want to make sure that you're tracking your calories. If you have like a weight loss goal or a fitness goal, you need to make sure you're keeping track of that as well. It's not just planning at your meals like, oh, okay, for having dinner, this for dinner tonight. I'm having this for dinner tomorrow night. Okay, that's great. Does that fit in with your goals? Right. So, um, and I think that's about all I had. Do you have anything? Um, the only other thing that I would say is, if your kids are a little older, you may get them involved in the meal planning. Um, it's a great idea. You know, kind of like we did with the, the kitchen tips on having them portion things or just look at nutrition labels or helping you, you know, with meal prep if they're old enough, right? Um, maybe give them a say. Help them, help them cultivate that healthy relationship with food. Have them pick out a veggie, you know, a protein, a carb, um, something like that. And I've found that with my girls and getting them to try new things, it's if they're picking it out, they're a lot more apt to try it. Yeah. And versus if mom's like, here, try this. They're like, what? You know? And I'm so glad you brought that up because that reminded me of another point. So when you're planning your meals out for the week, like with, with my kids, I usually let them have a say in what we're having for dinner, at least one of those nights. Because they're more apt to eat it if they had a say. Or if we're trying something new, I'm like, okay, you know, we're going to try something new this week. Which of these recipes sound good? And if they pick one, I'm like, okay, well, then you're going to have to, you're, you're going to have to help me make it. And so they have a hand in it. They're going to be more apt to try it. Right. And exactly. they picked it too. So there's that as well. They're like, oh, well, I picked, you know, it's kind of like that proud moment for them where like, I picked it exactly. out and I got to help exactly. make it. So it's going to be good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I just think the more that you can get them involved and I know that it's not always optimal. Sometimes you just need to get something on the table and you don't need little people under your feet. Like I totally get that. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have had success before. It's like, Hey, come in here and help me portion this out or chop this up, you know, if they're of the age to where they can use <laughs> knives and things, of course. Yeah. Um, any ways that you can get them involved and the younger you can get them involved, the easier it becomes on you because you can delegate tasks to them, which is an added bonus, right? Yes. Oh, like, hey, sure. you guys get in there and, and go ahead and get these things out for me and set them out and 
um, let's go ahead and cut that up or, you know, just all those little things to get them involved because it's, you're, you're teaching them nutrition. You're teaching them to learn proper portion. You're teaching them to learn what's, what healthy things they can put in their body, um, how to work in the kitchen. And these are just life skills. Right. Um, and it's a great opportunity to, to get them involved, you know, and they're, even little toddlers can help do things like, Oh, these are apples. You know, we love apple slices because they make you big and healthy and strong. Um, just all those little bitty things, they, they make a difference. And, you know, our parents did the best they could with us. I have no doubt about that, but there's always room for improvement. And as adults, we develop our own issues and things around food. And it's like, oh my gosh, why can't we set our kid set our kids up better than we had it? Right. Right. Well, and you know, we're always talking about creating healthy habits or taking bad habits and making them better. We're just basically giving them a head start. Like we're helping them to create those healthy habits now and creating those good relationships and good memories with food instead of focusing on the negative ones. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is so, so important in creating healthy kids. I mean, and I'm not just right. talking about like what goes in their body. I'm talking about mentally too. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, those are great tips. Thank you so much for sharing. Absolutely. Anytime. Yeah. And maybe, um, I, I don't know if this is putting you on the spot, but maybe a little video on your, your binder system or what works for you, maybe yeah. beneficial too. You must um, be for... reading, you must be reading my mind. Yeah. I think that would be good because I'm a visual person. So it might. Like, I know what you're talking about, obviously, but sometimes it's helpful to see, you know? Yeah. Well, it's helped a lot of my clients, Um, you know, and it's actually helped me. I mean, when I started this years ago, um, it really helped me. Actually, it's funny because my husband, he's the one that kind of got me thinking about it. He had created like a recipe binder for us, like, because we used to cook all together all the time. Um, And he put together this cute little binder and, and so he's the one that actually gave me the idea for it. And then we started doing the meal planning and it's just, it's really, oh, it just makes life so much easier. So yes, I'll definitely share. Okay. Awesome. Well, I look forward to it. All right, my dear. Well, until okay. we meet again. Yes, ma'am. Thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> bye. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree, or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time. <laughs>